Who needs an alarm in the morning when McDonald's has sausage, egg, and cheese McGriddles and a breakfast cutoff? Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. And I don't need no hook for this shit. Matt not even sit down yet. Kev's still uh, moseying around the studio, but we're going to get this episode started. Niggas got shit to do today. It's a Monday. It's a uh, we are observing the holiday today because the holiday fell on a Sunday. Yeah, I got drop top time to spend. So. <laughs> got to catch the rest of that daylight. Yeah, catch the rest of that daylight. When he was talking about the uh, ultimate driving experience the other, on the other episode, I was laughing in the back of my head like, well, you can drive my shit around the parking lot. <laughs> <laughs> That's your fastest shit. I love that fucking So car. we back, man, with one of, you know, one of our, our best guests of all time and uh, one of our favorite people, our official legal counsel, Mr. Kevin Harden Jr., Esquire. Welcome back, sir. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Um... We want to talk about for this OT. You know, you listen. You were on the Patreon, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you know, we get super dialed in, super specific, like topical. Yeah. On the Patreon, that's what kind of what differs from the regular show. Um, this city is fucked up. It it's, has, it's, it's, has it's, a good. It has a gun violence problem. Eighty fucking shots at that young boy John last night. Well, they, that, they said a hundred cartridges, but I'm not sure. Well, it may have been. It may be a hundred something. They said a hundred evidence markers. The cops said they ran out. Of evidence markers, it went to. Oh. Duh. They ran I'm only two hundred shows in. <laughs> yeah. They said the cops ran out of evidence markers at ninety nine, so they had to start putting basically index cards on them and writing what numbers. What the fuck, man? And that's like you know, at the end Steve of the day, Steve Kelly. Yeah. I mean, I'm I'm just gonna go real quick into my whole theory of gun violence right now, and and it's and, and don't knock that shit over. You almost knocked it over. Uh. So, over the pandemic, right? We saw entire communities of motherfuckers get brainwashed into all different types of shit. Like, motherfuckers won't stop talking about crypto. Motherfuckers won't stop talking about GameStop. Motherfuckers won't stop talking about Trump. The Bernie bros. Like, we've seen the power of social media to literally turn people that were 100% normal. Like, they were 100% normal. Now they talking about 5G and fucking COVID vaccines, anti-vaxxers. And essentially, gun violence is right on that same thing. The young bulls are completely indoctrinated. The same way you got doctors and lawyers and so wrapped up in social media that they stormed the Capitol on January 6th is the same way you got these young bulls who are so wrapped up in that culture. I call the shit crypto violence because it doesn't have the same value that we typically associate with gun violence. And cryptocurrencies, they don't have the same value that you typically associate with other currencies. Really, it's more of a fad. And I'm saying crypto has its legitimate reasons for being valuable. But mm -hmm. when you start seeing Meek and all these dudes running clubhouse rooms about how they're going to get rich off crypto, and you're like, dude, you have the economic knowledge of a fucking four-year-old. Like, you don't have an economics degree. Like... And I was trying to break it down to my ex-girl, like, yo, you don't like, have a liberal arts degree. You don't have anything. You don't have any degree. Like, I literally, like, I think I said it maybe, maybe two months ago on here. It might be here at a regular show. We're at the point now where it's like people are literally telling you about crypto and investing in stocks. They have a hundred dollars, yeah. in them, and it's just like, why? Well, I'm gonna tell you. I mean, I watched this girl, no bullshit, make this whole entire like story about it, and at the end showed her John. It said gain nine dollars and four cents, and I'm just like. Why, yo? Like, but, but the twist is, is like, we spent the year in the crib doing absolutely the fuck nothing. Right. After Tiger King, we had Tiger King that had us all fucking wrapped in. Right. Then we had like uh, 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 Ozark 
had us wrapped in. You had the bubble. That was popping. Yeah, and then, you know, you had the unrest with George Floyd. And then after that, like, when that second wave hit in, like, October, and that's when everybody started getting COVID, and motherfuckers' grandparents still really started going the other way, that motherfucker's really locked in. And I'm just like, so, first of all, y'all were talking about NFTs one day, right? And I was trying to explain, I explained this shit to everybody, how NFTs work. It's like porn. People be like, huh? So, just, just, just bear with me for a minute. I know where you're going with this. Yeah. It makes total sense just hearing it. The, the actual experience of, of, of having something is actually experiencing it. So, like, sex is the actual product. Like, the product is a dick suck. The product is fucking. Like, the product is, like, touching titties. Mm-hmm. Right? But some genius came up and was like, you know what? I'll put this shit in a magazine. And you think, like, who would rather have a fucking magazine than actual titties? Apparently, a lot of motherfuckers, because people that sold Playboy and Hustler magazine got rich as shit. Yeah. Then a I'm motherfucker beat, said, "I'm beating my dick. I don't gotta think about it." <laughs> then a motherfucker. <laughs> then, right mother, then a motherfucker said, "You know what? I'm gonna take it off paper, and I'm gonna put it in video format. Video format. And motherfuckers been selling them DVD. They still sell them DVDs in the goddamn soup." Uh, 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 Barbershop. I'm like, don't, nigg- you, don't you have a phone? Niggas like, was selling DVDs at Times Square last night. <laughs> and then you just think about it. So now, 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 not only are you, 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 you went from, you're not experiencing sex. You, you're experiencing magazine. Now you're not experiencing sex. You're experiencing a video. Now you're not experiencing sex. You're experiencing it on the internet on Pornhub. You took a, a, a engine. This is some genius shit. You took the actual experience of getting pussy. And now you sell it digitally. And there are more people that do digital pussy, which is the internet than pussy, actually getting than pussy. actually getting pussy. Niggas like, man, why the fuck would I, why would I stress myself yeah, out and go out there, this bitch ain't go out steal there, nothing. go out there <laughs> arguing in Twitter comments over some pussy when I can just log on to Pornhub, you know, drink a fifth and go to fuck to sleep. You know what I mean? Like that. And when you think about NFTs and cryptocurrencies, these are things that you don't actually have the actual dollar. Like, first of all, dollars used to be on a gold exchange. So it was like, listen, you, you, you can't yeah. touch the actual gold because it's, it's too clunky. So we're going to give you a piece of paper that, that is backed by gold. And then you, you're dumbass. Now you got a dollar and you let the motherfucking government tell you that, listen, this dollar just as good as some pussy. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Then they stopped backing it. And now, nowadays you got credit. You got cryptocurrencies, things that don't even actually, they aren't even a, the dollar that's backed by the gold. So, it's just a note. So now gun violence. Gun violence used to legitimately be about real disputes. It was backed by real things. It was backed by real things. Like, nigga, a fist fight, yeah. a, a, a shooting, a, a, step, at least a stepped on shoe. You know what I mean? Like some pussy. Something had to start Drug dealing, a, a drug corner. Niggas used nigga to slap act- my nigga slap my baby mom at yeah. a cookout. Like it wasn't just completely clout based. It was like real, like I have beef and I dislike this person based on something that actually happened. Now it's a joint called Philly Scoreboard on Instagram where they literally post oh, a person after they get dead. This. Oh, that page is horrible. Yeah, how are you in on oh, well. Because I got the burner pages. <laughs> got the burner. <laughs> listen, because listen, you'll never see KHJ Esquire. Like when listen, when listen, this is when I knew I had to get a burner page. When 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 quarantine first started popping and Demon Time came out. <laughs> and I was in between Demon Time and Talil Page watching 
certain Gosh. certain certain entrepreneurs put pussy put their fingers <laughs> in their pussy uh, off off wine. Um, yeah, that night was crazy. That night was fucking <laughs> that nuts. night was crazy. And then one of my clients. <laughs> Hit me up on the side, like damn, I, damn, I saw you in in, in the comments on Lil John. I was like, oh, <laughs> KHJ Esquire can't be in those comments. I can't be on Demon Time talking about some pop that pussy bitch. I can't be in the comments doing that with that page. I got a. Why was you on that John last night? I'm like, who, what are you talking about? Like, My girlfriend was on. It. I'm like, why was she? On? <laughs> so that was the that. So I, I got a homie successful in the city, uh, successful in the sports team in the city. And uh, he talked about a burner page. He's like, listen, I can't live my normal life. You know, I, I I got, and this is a different friend that's successful. He posted me on his page. All of a sudden, WIP radio people started following me. Like all the sports people, because they want to see if they can go through my page to get dirt on him because, right. you know, they want to TMZ it. So I came up with a burner page. And then I came up with a second burner page. Because <laughs> I wanted one that I could actually, like, be ghetto on. Yeah. And I, had, I wanted one that doesn't have anything to do with my actual likeness. Um, but, so, you go on the Philly scoreboard page, dog. I'm going to show it to y'all. They legitimately got this This is shit. new shit we about to learn. Yeah, we about to learn it with TRP. Dog, this shit's so bad that you looking at, like, a page where they they gamifying it. Like, the shit got, you know, like, when on, on back in the day with the uh, Batman shit, and yeah. it'd be like, pow! Bing! Like, they got, like, score! And it's, like, flashing oh, on the page after niggas get smoked, and they got the score uh, uh, up there. That's nuts, yo. I hate y'all. So, the gun violence shit, man, like, when you see this shit, it's just like... Is you zoo or not, nigga? Lions only. Look at that shit. Score. This is nuts. Tart with a target. Score. And it's like cartooned. But that's it. These, they indoctrinate. It's 77 of these pages. You know what I mean? Like, it's, it, you can't, and you can understand wow. why these young, why these young bulls are living like this because they are. Who needs an alarm in the morning when McDonald's has sausage, egg, and cheese McGriddles and a breakfast cutoff? Or it's literally like you know that when when the Republicans, the conservatives, the MAGA motherfuckers, they be under the comments and they be trolling and they be trying to they be trying to drive people off websites and they be posting the little Pepe the frog meme. The kids are it's the same shit. The same way if 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 you are white and you're listening to this and you don't speak to your grandfather anymore because he thinks that like Hillary Clinton is hiding. Uh, kids that are being raped by Jeffrey Epstein in a pizza parlor in Washington D.C. and he was like a normal guy. He was an accountant in his like before he retired, and now he's somebody who like rides around talking about how he has allegiance to Q. That's the same way these young boys have yeah. been indoctrinated. Don't get scored on. Yeah, shit is nuts. Close friends for scoreboards. Now you can join the close friends to get the, the scores. And it's like, it's 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 it's. It's like Don Diva magazine has become localized. Like, I mean, like, and it's like, the shit is nuts, man. And like, you know, I always got my joint on me. I got an extra clip. I always call it, we, we call it the margaritas. And everybody said, what the fuck is that? It's because the first clip, I'm probably gonna be bitching so much, I'm just gonna knock over a bunch of margaritas. That's all I'm gonna shoot. <laughs> it's gonna be all innocent bystanders. <laughs> but my second clip is to make sure that I actually, cause these young boys coming at you shooting 40. Yeah. You, what would you gonna do with ten in your clip and the young bulls got forty? That's the scariest part of it all. Is that motherfuckers are just walking around with, with ladders. Yeah, I like just 
They got ladders and fucking 37 year old fucking it's nuts. And then you keep seeing these young boys. They keep getting booked on these young boys just got booked on a case where he straw purchased like 47 guns from where? All over. All over here. Yeah, but they, I mean, you you don't get flagged. Yeah. It's illegal in Pennsylvania to keep a list of people who purchase firearms. The law pro- specifically prohibits there being a list. So like, it's not even like you could like look and see like how many guns he's purchased over uh, the years because it's illegal. So you yeah. have to do it by hand. Like you have to go to every, like he probably got charged with that many guns. And then like, there's still probably like six or seven guns out there because you, you're not allowed to keep a list of where and when you purchase guns. So it's just fucking nuts. Like, yeah. so I don't know what the, I don't know what the answer is. You know, I look at, I look at Pastor Carl all the time. God bless him. He put a lot of energy into it, but like indoc- undoctrinating these people, like it's gonna have to take like some World War II Germany level like interventions for folks to get in there and un- like and take Nazis and make them not be Nazis anymore. Like that's the level of indoctrination that these young bulls are on. And like you know, as a as a as a grown man, you know, go get them. Like you know, like go stop the fight. Bitch, you gonna stop the fight? <laughs> like the young bulls gonna smoke the shit out of me. Yeah, they can't wait. Like, I'll be walking down the street and I'll be thinking, like, yo, some of these young bulls just want to catch a body. Like, it's all these clout based killings. Like, like, motherfuckers is killing people just to be like, oh, yeah, you know, I killed the boy so and so. Yeah. It's not even about nothing. No. Like, then, like, how, uh, what's the name was telling us? You got art, you got, uh, like, how, uh, Sean Kyle was telling you got these kids that are, don't be in nothing, start rapping, perpetuate beefs. In order to get popular from rapping and then get killed and then everybody's confused on what the fuck what happened. the fuck happened. <laughs> Yo, it's 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 insane. Um and like I've been on both sides of it. I got shot in two thousand and six and uh it's a little chilly <laughs> freezing. <laughs> I got shot in two thousand six and I know that culture. I know that culture inside and out. Um I don't know this new culture, but I know what it's like to be in a set of circumstances where like either you do it or they're going to do it to you. And it ain't no getting away from it. Like how you get away from it? Like you, what you going to move to move, move, move to Torresdale? Like motherfuckers, like we used to always laugh when we, you know, working in the criminal justice system, they were like motherfuckers catch a body and they, they move to Darby. Like, right. like you don't got the money to go nowhere right. significant. And it's like, same thing with these young boys. Like what they going to do? Stay in the house. Most of these kids, they houses is decrepit. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, if Ellen and I went in there, they'd probably take all the kids out. You know I mean, motherfuckers, got, motherfuckers got bed bugs. And, and so these young bulls, they... It just amazed me that... The, that I don't even want to say niggas. Just people in general just be having energy for this. And the other day, I'm driving the bus. Girl gets on the bus. She got a dollar. She puts a dollar in. Okay, whatever. You got one dollar. Like, one U.S. dollar. So what you got? She goes back and she's on the phone... Yeah, yeah, because when so-and-so come home, what, he, he going, you know, already know how he taking it to them because he don't play and da 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 whoop da and, and I'm listening to her like, yo, you don't have $2. What else is there? So hopelessness, is the, in my opinion, is the cause of all of it. Right, that, and clearly. Like you, don't, you don't see a future for yourself bigger than, like, that, what, what would cause a kid like myself who had a 
fucking college scholarship to carry a gun everywhere he went and, and, and get himself shot and sell drugs. Because even despite the fact that I was in college, I didn't see anything for myself. And a lot of these young bulls don't see anything for themselves beyond, they don't see black wealth. Like we talk about this in Philly right. all the time. Like what do black wealth look like? Like, and again, I said this in during the regular pod that, um, like it's hard to trust capitalism when you used to be the capital. So like when I pull up in my car and I'm dressed like I am right now, I sell dope to the young bulls because they've never seen a, a, a nigga that's not a sellout make money. And then when I pull up in a suit, I'm a sellout. Like, what you do down there with them white folks? Because, you know, in black people, we, we, we got problems for this. We try to mystify. We try to make it real mystical how you make some money. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So with that, there's nobody that's in it that's willing to risk it and sit up in so it. there really isn't like no black success here. That shit is crazy. And, and it's crazy because there like, is a lot of black it is, success. It is, but not to them. Yeah, not to, them. to it's It's literally like, it's us, then like, then like two, then you, and then like Joel Embiid and then me. That <laughs> <laughs> shit is crazy. Yeah. A little Uzi in there. A little Uzi like, in there yeah. somewhere. Like, 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 like wallow in there somewhere, yeah. maybe. Like, like, I, drive, I drive by, they're like, oh my God, like, do you know Lil Uzi Vert? Like, that's the, like, like, they don't understand the difference between the two. Like, are you a rapper? No. Is that a real Rolex? You damn right. Like, and it's like, they're, they're, this shit is, Everything right now, and this is what I don't know, I don't want to call it hype beast culture, but you kind of got to. It is. Even with the gun violence, there's a bit of hype beast culture to it. Because we have, like, quote Pusha T, niggas and rappers have found every way to fuck up a text. Like, people are mining everything that exists to get every ounce of clout that they can out of. Yes. Mm-hmm. Just think about that, like sneakers, clothes. Niggas are literally on the internet refreshing all day. How can I find more clout? How can I find more clout? Literally. It's fucked up the wire. I'm not, I, I, didn't, I didn't want to say this because maybe I'm, 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 I'm thinking too far into it. But, you know, because we've had like them talks. Mm-hmm. I, when I delete my Instagram, people almost can't believe it. Have you ever experienced that? Where like you're not on Twitter and people like... So what you like? Yeah, no, remember I was off Twitter for like them four or five months. Motherfuckers was like, "Yo, is you straight?" <laughs> like, like, I like, experienced it in real time. I, I, I have people. Like, I've had people recently. Like, why you not on the like? What? What? So you just not on the gram? And it's just like, nah. Matt, Chad, think about it like this. I'm a lawyer. Ninety nine percent of my job is sitting down, reading and writing. I don't talk all day. Like I sit in the office and study all day, and sometimes. I'm quiet. And motherfuckers will walk up to me and be like, what's wrong? And I'll be like, um, working? Or I just don't feel like talking? Because I have a big, like, again, I have a big, yeah. gregarious personality. So imagine a motherfucker coming up to you and asking you why you deleted your gram in real life, but they talking about why you delete your personality. Like, they like, yeah, like, motherfuckers will, exactly. up, motherfuckers will walk up to you and be like, yeah, I'll, I'll be sitting at Rouge by myself chilling. They'll be like, what's wrong? And I'm like, I had a long day. I'm relaxing. Like, like I'm trying eating, to here, I'm trying to drinking, thinking. Yeah. And they'll be like, well, what the fuck is wrong? I'm just trying to hit big and some cuts from North. <laughs> like, what's wrong? And I'm like, I'm not on all the time. And they're like, no, something wrong, man. We gotta get him, we gotta get him cheered up. And I'm like, bro, I'm tired. Like, 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 
Like I actually work. Like how about this? Would you believe that I sleep? Like, like, like it's like motherfuckers walk up and they be like, but people are literally mining the world for every little bit of clout they can. But that's the point I'm trying to make. I watch people go above and beyond. Yeah. You've heard me say it on people go above and beyond with this social media shit to the point where you got motherfuckers doing all this crazy shit now. Like we murdering niggas and filming it and posting it. it this shit is crazy. And think about when you don't have access to other ways to get clout. And that's what the hopelessness is but for that's the young the, boys. But the point I'm making is like, when did the clout become that serious? Because I personally, like, I, I don't it's give a always, fuck about like, it's like I told Rod the other serious. day. Remember, Rod was like, "Man, like, what the fuck? You not on?" And I'm just like, I really don't care about it at this point. It's like, always been that serious. What happened is, is that social media democratized clout. Clout used to be something that only was allowed if you were somebody that was... You had to be somebody. You had to be somebody. There was only one stage that you could... Like, you had to... If you wanted to be the rich... Like, if you wanted... you Was the boy that wore the... Uh, wore, the wore the... Frank Lucas. Frank Lucas. I know like, exactly where he was. Yeah, no, but, like, you had... That was the only stage. You know what I mean? Like, for example, I bought... Like, Chad motivated me to buy my, my car. Not the one I got, but... If you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. At participating McDonald's. The joint that's coming. Mm -hmm. And the reason it was is because, like, for real, for a significant amount of time, you know, Philly depressed me to a point where it was like, fuck, I'm gonna buy a G-Wagon for to drive it to Biblos, Biblos is catching all the heat today. <laughs> but like, that's the thing. Like, where they you deserve gonna, it though. Where are you going to park it? Like, who who you trying to impress? Like last night, I I I went out with a with, for drinks with a friend of mine, but slid past Boogie and them party at the let out, and I pull up and I'm like, my car don't even. I mean, it, it was some nice shit out there, but my car don't my my car's a 2022. It don't fit right. in out here. <laughs> like I pointed at my man, like, yo, come here real quick. Three girls was like me. And they started running over like, chill, sis, chill, sis, chill. Uh, you got perk lips. I can smell the perk. <laughs> um, but like, no. And it's just like, but then I went down Miami and you see real wealth. And I'm not mm -hmm. talking about the rented wealth. Like you be down Miami and really see that there's people down there that's doing well. And what that does is that, it's a stage. The entire city is a stage. It allows you to kind of peacock a little bit. And like Pusha T said, bitches only respect niggas that's in full bloom. And it's like it's hard to be somebody that don't have the ability to bloom. Number one, COVID took away bloom. Like you was nowhere for you to floss. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Now you got niggas that's like I got a personal rule. Like I don't take selfies because it's like you should aspire to have moments where motherfuckers want to take your picture. So I don't take selfies. I try my Same best thing. not to. You should try to get the f plan a place where you can go where a motherfucker going to want to take a picture of you because you look good, smell good, and you know what I mean? Like the, the venue look good. That's how you should get good pictures. But motherfuckers don't be having content. They don't be getting the attention. The fucking phones, like we was talking about on the regular pod, they got people heads addicted to it. So you just add all of that and then you get gun violence where you like, these kids got easy access to guns. It's the easiest route to clout. Like, it, it's tangentially related to getting money. Like they not killing niggas over money. Like they killing niggas that like that may or got may not money, have money, that, and they that, not even getting the money. And yeah, and it's not about the money. And it's like, you know, it's 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 perceived disrespect. But we're, the clout has always been a drug. It's just that it's democratized now. Like it's access. It's easily accessible for everyone. I used to have this argument that I would make that the music did nothing for it. And I remember me, you, and Rod had this conversation, and I remember me and Carl had this conversation. And I, I feel like I've changed my stance yeah. a little bit. Because I swear to you, yo, Biggie, 
Pac, Early J, Nas, Naughty by Nature, all of them motherfuckers, it didn't feel the way it feels now. Uh, it wasn't. It, it didn't have this demonic tone to it. Like hearing Bobby Schmurder on a track say "Mitch caught a body about a week ago," that like went everywhere. Then you find out that Mitch, in fact, did catch a body, <laughs> and it was about and a week. it was about a week. <laughs> and the feds was taking pictures when he did it. And then you just like, wait, what? And it's like that's it, like I'm, I'm like, damn, maybe the music is a negative effect on these young this, boys. This yo. current generation of artists, and you can let's we could probably take Bobby Schmurder forward because that was what 2013. Mm-hmm. So for the last eight years, they didn't get the memo that it's cool to be a studio gangster. They didn't get the memo that like if you're still you can talk about your past experiences of the statute of limitations ran, but if you're still actively doing this shit right now, you probably shouldn't talk about this. So I look at I look at not the country, but I look at Schmurder, I look at Pooh Shiesty, I look at what's the uh two times? Um uh two times with the big two X chain. Uh team jail. Casting, I look at these dudes and it's just like y'all make all this you know, drug dealing, shoot 'em up, bang bang music. Think y'all all indicted federal, and it's just like, all right, this shit got a little too real. Yeah. Well, see, the thing is, is that, you, it, and this is something that I've always argued with older black folks about, and it's like, you, a lot of these older black folks still think that the art is, Im, that the the life is imitating the art, and that's because they're used to the Tupacs. They're used to dudes going on tracks and lying and doing stuff like that. I've always been a strong fan that the reason why these young bulls like this music is because it's a reflection of where they actually are going through. I didn't like state property because state property was, I was living that shit. Like when that nigga said, first, so I got my first pack on 51st and Market. I ain't want clothes. I just wanted some Boston Market. Like that was like shit. I, my first pack was to go to fuck the KFC. Like I remember being hungry. We used to eat bum boxes from Danny's Walk. Like and it was a dollar rice and gravy. Like we were poor. We needed to sell drugs. And when them niggas made music. Yeah, see, we weren't poor, but rock the mic slap. Yeah. <laughs> and that's that. Like, and, and, that's, you, and you know what? And we had. Homies, we had homies that listened to that music and then jumped off the porch like fucking torpedoes. And you like you, you actually grew. I remember one of my homies sat me down and was like, because my mom had drug problems, my pop was real sick, and he was just like, "Damn, you really got to sell this shit." I wonder what that's like. And I'm like looking at him like, "Get away from me!" But it's like, yeah, like nigga really told me like, "I wonder what it must be like." He's like, "Me, I can go home and like I got a good family." Like I told you, my first time going up to 58th uh, Cecil Street, yeah. video, I went on my man mall and they had the grill chained to the porch. I'll never forget that shit. And I was like, "What the fuck is the Where grill?" Am I, at? <laughs> I was like, "Why is the grill chained to the porch?" His mom was like, "Because they'll take it." And I'm like. Who's the they? Weber? Like they taking <laughs> the Weber. Them? I'm like they taking them shots so, right. Y'all gotta move. Like what the so fuck? So like with these young boys, you gotta realize that I don't think that I think that the art has again. The reason you see niggas like Schmurder and all them, they I, first of all, this is like a personal point of privilege. Every time I watch hot nigga video, I get emotional mm-hmm. because. The block was the only place that I experienced a level of camaraderie as a black man that I've experienced. Like literally when you watch that video and all them niggas is dancing and they all know the dance and like I've never experienced that level of camaraderie and and like niggas actually fucking with each other than the block. You know what I mean? I joined the fraternity and it was like immediately I was like, oh, these niggas is weird. But um, but the block. What are you? I'm an alpha. An alpha. Yeah, My yeah, man yeah. Steve's alpha. Yeah, and it's funny because like they was like, you should be a kappa because you like to get Don't dressed. Don't you do some shit with your pinky? No, yeah, like, yeah, like, yeah. Like, you, you, yeah, he be you, doing that shit. You should be a kappa. You know how to dress. You a pretty boy ass nigga. I'm like, I don't want to join a fraternity 
because I know how to dress. Like, I'm not, I don't want to be that. Oh, you should be a Q, you you like, you a gat, you from the block. I'm like, I don't want to, I didn't, I didn't join a fraternity to, act, to, to, be like to act, act like the nigga <laughs> that I was when I just left. I like, remember I'm, one of the cabin niggas said something to me on Twitter and I was like, I'm not going back and forth with a nigga who carry a candy cane and then Christmas. <laughs> And they lost it. <laughs> it was like two days straight. They would not stop. <laughs> Yo, they took that shit so serious. And I yeah, believe, they was like, dog. we ever see you, nigga? We, <laughs> we gonna cane the shit out of you. <laughs> Matt Kane with the cane. <laughs> oh, shit. So like this candy cane yeah. upside your head, big man. I said, I ain't going back and forth so, with them niggas that carry candy canes and ain't Christmas. But like, like... <laughs> Niggas running around with red fucking jackets yeah, on. Like, man, what the that fuck, shit, man? I, I, that's one thing I, I never could understand, me personally. I don't knock it. I got friends. No, I, I, listen. I, my craziest story. Bunch of niggas in my job are Masons. I always make jokes about my, that shit. Uh, like, I just, my, uh, the reason I became, I even got into Greek life is my old head. That used to be my connect when I used to sell dope. The nigga, I, I came to him my first year of law school, and I was like, yo, I'm trying to find an internship. Can you hit the lawyer that we used to hire for our other old head murder cases and ask him if he'll help me find an internship? Because that was the only yeah. lawyers we knew. Dog, he was like, man, if you don't join one of them fucking fraternities or something, I don't know nothing about this damn law school shit. Like, the only thing I know about law is going to jail. But the thing was, is at the time, in reality, like, that's what my experience was. Like, I, yeah. nigga, the reason I, nigga, one of my old heads was like, yeah, you should go be a DA, then become a criminal defense attorney, because that's what they all do. And I literally went to law school thinking, like, I'm going to go be a DA and be a criminal defense attorney because that's what my niggas from my hood told me. That's what that's what all the best people do. Then I get to law school. I read an article that said a $2,000 an hour lawyer. I'm like, man, fuck this criminal shit. But nevertheless, that's a tangent. You look at Bobby Schmurder and all them. Again, same thing. The democratization. What we see now is that you've democratized. Social media has made it so that there's no there's no gatekeepers. Yeah. So without the gatekeepers, you get it much more raw and unfiltered. And since... The streets are the ones that are really deciding who gets the who gets the loudness, who gets the clout, who gets you get people who are clamoring for it more. And then you get these websites and these Instagram pages that are trying to monetize it by making close friends. They posting people getting killed and shit like that. But at the end of the day, whoever gets I mean, Philly Reddit and no gun zone that that shows you everything you need to know about how people have mined Philadelphia gun violence for clout and reputation. Right. That's what that's the point in the tweet I had earlier today. I'm like, people are monetizing pain and sorrow. But that's always been the case. But to the point where it's just like it's 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 becoming like detrimental to just like your your mental. Yeah. Like seeing the shit 24-7. Like you know, at one point back in the day, there was no television. Yeah. You remember when the Star Spangled Banner would come on? Nigga, yeah. the television And then the shit go, would just go off. It would just go off. Yeah. 3, so, 6, 10, 29, So we've reached the point now where we, have, we got 24-7 news. We got 24-7 nonsense too. And that shit takes a toll on you to where it's just like, I peep it. Like there be times where I just be like, it fucks up my energy seeing a lot of that right. shit day in and day out or, mm -hmm. or for 20 minutes straight. It definitely it, makes me paranoid. Yo, it really had you like, man, I, I bus breakdown, I ain't getting off that motherfucker. Like, that's really how the fuck you be. And then you realize it's like, so I told somebody today was like, um, it's two Philadelphias because white folks run around walking their dogs. And it's just be like, it's like that for anybody. Everybody loves McDonald's fries. So, yes, you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home. Um, but the bag did feel a little light. 
They don't want to be a part of it. Well, I, I will say this. It's been difficult as a lawyer, and this is not just myself, me and other, a bunch of other black male lawyers talk about it all the time, is that being black and wealthy and being white and wealthy is two completely different things in this city. Oh, this white guys can do whatever the fuck they want. Literally. Top Dog can run around. Top Dog has videos throwing money into the fucking air in a courtroom. If I did that, I would wake up to motherfucking people with lasers in my face. Yes. Like, legitimately. Like, like I'm a black man. You go to recess, are we robbing your ass? Like, it's a diff, Like they have a different level of approach. It's a different level of, of approachability when you're black. You're not allowed to wear Richard Milley when you're a black man in this city. You can, but you best believe... It you, come with it shit. It come with shit. Like, and that's regardless of whether or not you're a lawyer, whatever. And you got to be careful, because I was out... Like I said, I was out last night. Motherfucker walk in, size me right up. See Cartier. See the Cartier bracelets. See the, see the Daytona Rolex. They automatically, like... They realize who it is. Like, they don't know who I am, but they're like, all right, that is a, yeah, ain't no ice on that, John. Yeah, it ain't no fucking ice. And I'm like, I don't even have to say that. I'll say, what's up? I'm nice. Hey, what's up, yeah. cuz? What's up, cuz? But they like, like, like a motherfucker, like, you know, like say a, 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 a men stare at women's uh, 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 cleavage. <laughs> yeah. Niggas be staring at my watch. Like, and I'll be like, oh, here the fuck we go. Like, so, but the, the, um, the, the thing about the democratization of it is like, Think about it like this. I was raised by a single dad and I had grandparents. My pop used to work morning, morning to night. So I, he, I, he kissed me before he left to go out the crib, but he'd get home 11 o'clock at night. And sometimes, you know, he a single father. He'd stay out, fuck with some bitches. Yeah. We, I would stay up as long as I could. And most of the times when I stayed up late, I would catch the 10 o'clock news. And the 10 o'clock news in the early 90s, 92, 93, 94, I mean, the first 10 stories is gun violence, gun violence. And I used to sit there and cry thinking that my pop might have been a victim. Might have been a victim. Like he's out there super dangerous. The news had a monopoly on the stories that we saw. And if you didn't catch the 10 o'clock news or the five o'clock news, you didn't hear about the gun violence. And when I started working as a lawyer and working downtown all the time, motherfuckers would get I lived on 52nd Street, motherfuckers get smoked in front of my crib. But by the time I got home, it was cleaned up. Yeah, back in them. I didn't even know it happened. Right. Like, hey, you know, four people got shot from your crib last night. When? I ain't oh. seen no blood on the street. <laughs> Nigga got clapped at the gas station. They said a hoagie's at on Ogons Avenue. Yeah. They the golf? Sh- yeah. Shit all taped off. Cops everywhere. I went up the Sheltonham Mall, came down. Shit the, was cleaned up. No, the- Habibi was out there with the hose. Hose in the motherfucking joint. I went to Olney Terminal, came back. Niggas was getting gas. <laughs> I was like, yo, I didn't make it a full trip. But I that sh- shit was back to normal, dog. But think about that. Who's better if you're somebody that wants to know what's going on? I don't go to NBC10.com no more. If somebody said like, yo, somebody somebody got shot on my block, on my 800 Cecil block, where I'm from, I went to fucking Philly 911. Right. That's why Steve Keeley is acting like a damn sensationalist every day on TV because ain't nobody tuning into Fox 29. Ain't nobody tuning into NBC10.com because you get more information about a murder and a shooting in the comments of 911 Philly than you do anywhere else. Yeah, you definitely get it in the comments. In the comments, they R.I.P. such and such tagged him. Now you're on the page. Now you're seeing what he posted. Now you're seeing what he about. Family of the shooter and family of the victim arguing on the fucking page. I've seen so, that. And it just be like nonsense. But that's, like, again, it goes to this idea that like now everybody has equal access to the platforms and the data and the ability to inform. And that goes for the shootings, that go for the news, that go for everything. And it's and, and we're indoctrinated. And it's like you see people like imagine it's, it's, an, it's a world where everybody's competing 
right. for this finite level of resources and attention and data. And I mean, I, we every time you start talking about the watch market on this motherfucker, I want to throw my phone because it's like we can't even find watches. Like, and I'm talking about you. You can find them. Like, I can go and watch box and all that shit like that. But like, I got my a year ago, I got my Daytona retail. Like, I, I couldn't find a retail Rolex in like you walk into the Rolex distributor and it's like literally nothing on the wall i've been to five in the last week including three this weekend there is nothing nothing and like and that's how much people are mining the world to find the next deal like it's like it's like the entire world is the sneakers app nothing but l's Mm -hmm. like whether like you know i mean like and the thing is is that that's the gun violence is a reflection of that it's just that everybody can participate now anybody can put out a disc record and my my nephew was a rapper and he got smoked and it was like, you know, there's a whole bunch of different theories about there. And he was doing all right. But it's like crazy to like go through that. And this is like one year anniversary coming up of him getting killed. But it's just like, it's just nuts to 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 be a part of it and watch it unfold where like, you know, we smoking on such and such. And, you know, I think people confuse the fact that we all have adopted the same language. Like there's been, y'all talked about this the other day, like everybody talked the same now. Yeah, everybody, so now you're saying like, oh, this. everybody's saying like, oh, well, that means that everybody's being influenced by the same things. And I'm like, ah, I think it's the other way around. I think that this is a culture that was waiting to pop off, right? And now the, the industries are starting to reflect how a lot of these young boys really felt. A lot of these young boys really was, you know, living because- I mean, I, I think that the drill culture on 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 its face was suppressed for a long time because you go to places like Chicago, you go to places like Brooklyn, you go to places like Jacksonville. They really living like that. Like mm-hmm. it ain't a it ain't a it ain't an act. But for a long time, the record labels didn't think they can make money off of this shit, and then they I realized. I was about to say like Keith and Mouse was a while ago. Yeah, but then they're they, not new. No, it's not new. Yeah. But but they they were isolated. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And Keith commercially. While some of them songs performed, he didn't do what Interscope thought he was going to do as far as pertaining to an eight million dollar record deal. But then once, you know, it kind of it. So so it it, drill popped off 2011, 2012, and then it kind of phased out a little bit. And then in the last three years, that shit came back with a vengeance. When when was zero to to 100? I figured Drake was rapping about Lil Mouse on that shit. 2013, 14. So it's like. You bring all of this shit forward, and then it's like drill pops off, and then it goes underground, and then it comes back in the form of UK drill, Brooklyn drill. It's all of this shit, and to the point where pop smoke is the biggest thing in the fucking world, and the record labels realize, like, we could make a lot of money off of this shit, like... And to the point where, like, the the uh, the, the the kid, Young and Ace, the Who I Smoke record, the one mm-hmm. from Jacksonville... Fucking Cinematic put out merch and all of that shit behind that song. This is a song where four niggas are rapping about people that got killed between their friends and people on the other side, and a record label monetized the whole picture of I wonder of if I could sue somebody for, for that. You see what I'm saying? Like, yeah, to a point yeah. where it's like, there's multi-millions of dollars being made on this just on the digital part of it. Even if you don't sell no records, your digital, because they all in bad deals, yeah. your digital footprint and imprint is enough for us to recoup the little bit of 50 80,000 well, we gave you. I talked to a friend of mine about it from a perspective of like how is it that YouTube and Facebook and Instagram and all of them are allowed 
to profitize this 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 yes. drill culture because like and I'm not specifically like the culture like the music shouldn't be shouldn't be shouldn't be censored but speaking specifically about the fact that like there are open threats and then you know and in of course criminally that's a whole different issue like right. we shouldn't be criminalizing right. speech but from a civil liability perspective like if 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 somebody puts up something that's hateful towards uh, certain communities it, it will get censored immediately immediately but. You could put up literally like a a, a, a a video where I'm like dancing on a person's grave yes. and saying I'm going to kill your mom, and if I flagged it, it'll be like this does not violate our community right. standards. Like like and like, to the point where Damon Damon Dash like said, black black death does yeah. not violate our community standards. This is actually actually this is the community standard. Yeah. Like black death is the community Damon standard. Damon Dash said that this video is actually trending. Yeah, right Damon, now. Damon Dash said that he has proof that YouTube has offered people money to keep beefs going because of the traffic that it was driving I believe it. through the service. I mean, it was like when when they, when they came out and said that uh, 50 Cent didn't drink and he would fill up his uh, Hennessy bottles with iced tea, but still would be out there with the Henny bottles. Like, right. like it's, 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 it's a part, like, and, and that's when you start to realize that it's a, just a global mind fuck. Like, again, the art, I don't think the art imitates Life. I think life imitates art. I think that uh, sure these dudes get out there and they rap. We all know there were never ninety two bricks. Um, <laughs> like we talk about this all the time. No, you did not. No, you did not. <laughs> there was never ninety two bricks. But at the same time, like that's what dudes was aspiring. Like they really were. And even if it's just like what they said, like they say Pusha T didn't really sell drugs. His brother did. But at the end of the day, it's still the ghetto gospel. You right. know what I mean? Right. And and the ghetto gospel. Now you just see that you know. Motherfuckers is like, they're like, oh, motherfuckers actually living their raps. No, motherfuckers always been living their raps. It's just that the motherfuckers that was living their raps didn't have time to also be going 100% into rap and moving to New York and moving to LA while they were living their rap. Yeah, so, you can't rap rap, so you sell yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. So you think <laughs> about it, like, positive. I mean, we got plenty of rappers in Philly that, I mean, look at Ram Squad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know I mean, like they were. I mean, like motherfuckers was creating. They was living it. They was living it. <laughs> like you got, you got people that was that was rapping. Everybody got in there. And then the thing is, is now you see, we also see, unfortunately, that like niggas is trying to squeeze every bit of clout out of everything they can. So you see dudes that otherwise would have been ghosts that are now on social media. Yes. Like you got, you see. I, listen, I was, I was saying that shit like you, back, back in the day, it was like the, the guys who did a lot of nonsense, you know, we knew who they was and had people It was in, in the shadows. They, they were, um, not mythical, but it was like a, uh. It was, it was a mythical. Yeah, it was, I, uh, oh, the old heads that, the it old. Was, sometimes when you seen them, it's like. It was like, it, like you, we, <laughs> we had the summer league game, right? We had the summer league game in direct right my way. And if you looked up and you would see him and then him and that, you like. It's time to go. Like, what the fuck is he doing? Bruh. And then sure enough, within the next 20 minutes, I remember we had a joint where the park got cleared out. Like, yeah. Like, because it was just like, niggas, I told you he yeah. was over there. And no. I, I told you. <laughs> I lived you. on 70, I lived on 72nd and Saybrook for a while. Okay. So like Island Avenue, like them projects mm-hmm. used to go bump in the night. Like that's where I first saw Coke. And I'm telling you, them Pas- projects on Pascal projects, whoo. And the thing, we used to have a joke. We used to tell you that one of the dudes around there, he was one of the coaches on the basketball team, his connect was Jay-Z. That was like the, the young boys used to say that. <laughs> yeah. But like, them niggas really like they went to jail for a lot of work and what we we used to joke we used to say and this is actually like kind of my claim to fame growing up when I was selling work is that I got cool with the with the mythical niggas like I was a dirty young bull selling work and then 
I came up on some bread, and they was like, yeah, we know you're going to go cop a wheel. And I'm like, I'm not copping a wheel. I'm copping some work. And immediately started teaching myself how to cook, work, do all of that shit. So I went from being the young boy that saw that mythical. And you know what the myth, what it was? The myth was that the old head would pull up in a bombed out late model foreign car, usually an Acura. Back then it was an Acura. Right. So like in early 2000s, Acura old head Lex. pull up in an Acura, a Lex. And all the young boys out there like, that John tough. And then his bitch get out. And go get in the pa- get out the passenger seat and go in and buy Dutchess and she the baddest bitch you ever seen before in your life. And if the old head dropped the window, which is five percent tinted out, and say what's up to you, you the fucking man out there to them other niggas that selling work. That was the myth of it. Like them, you see them niggas float by, they never stopped. They only like it was only one or two niggas on the block that would jump in with them. I became the young boy that jumped in with them all the time. Then I became the young boy that drove them around because I had a driver's license. So there was some mythical shit to it. And, you know, that shit used to be crazy. Like you said, them summer games and you pull up and you know you about to pull up with one of them niggas. And he like, I mean, like they they, immediately they tell you like, yo, you can't dress like this no more. Like this whole dirty shit. Like you, you riding with me now. Like I mean, like, and yeah, it's like I, I, I can remember, ve- I can remember vividly, like being out on the block and like, oh yeah, one of the one of the niggas who was like, you know, I remember he like, yo, 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 Matt, come here, like, you know my name. I'm next thing you know, I'm like in the house with him and running around, and then it was funny because remember the chick I told you about with the, with the whole yeah. coop situation? She was an older <laughs> chick. He actually was knocking her off back in the day. Okay. He saw me and her at the Sixer game. Lost it. What's this? What's this? And I'm like, I mean, you know, he's like, damn, like that, damn. It's like, I remember you was a little fat young boy at the basketball. Now you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, damn. Like, and, and we just, you know, we remain cool till he, he yeah. got killed and shit. You know what I'm saying? But it's just like, yeah, that's really how it'd be like. It'd be like a mythical yeah. presence almost. They didn't want none of that. And I remember him, he was a loud, you know, whatever, but he he didn't, it wasn't like that. Where, like, now I, like, it, it got so weird for me when, like, you know, we, 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 I met you on social media. Yeah. You actually knew of back in the day. I didn't, we didn't know because you, you know, Kurt. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I didn't know, dude, but like, I knew of him and shit. But still, in all, social media, you know, bro, motherfuckers got. And I remember when, like, the social media shit took off, like, 12, 13, 14. Yeah. And I had, like, niggas I knew who came home from jail and, like, seen my Instagram, like, and you got yeah, thousands of, yo, give me a shot on the gram. And it just be like, yeah. you are a felon. Why do you want to be on this? <laughs> like, I'm telling jokes on my break. <laughs> Why do you like, want to be on this joke? There's old heads that used to sell bricks and lay people down that are meme kings. Yeah. Memes all day. Yeah. They post pictures where they put the phone down on the ground and take pictures. And I'm like, <laughs> dog, what the fuck happened to you? Yeah. Like, and they got their big ass corny watches and shit, and they be taking selfies. And I'm like, yo, y'all don't know, I don't know, no social media etiquette. Yeah. But then the thing is, is that it also goes to opportunity. Back in the day when you sold dope, so one thing that it is is that again, we I'm, I'm gonna keep using that word, democratization. Everybody sell work now. Yeah, it wasn't. It used to be that like some people was a part of the product, and they were in the yeah. in, in 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 the uh, pyramid. Now it's like everybody. I mean, it's nine year olds that got. That that that's hustling in every hood, like not just in the the hoods. That's like the ghetto is the ghetto hood. Like it's every hood, and there's like it's just completely 
with the gentrification pushing hoods together. You got motherfuckers that used to live down South Philly that live on 60th Street now, and they getting into shit with the niggas that's actually from 60th Street. And so it's it's weird because like there used to be like a goal of like them old heads wanted to live out the county. They wanted to live mm-hmm. in Delaware. Mm-hmm. They didn't want to be seen. They had a wife and kids at home. Like they wanted to be. They the goal. Like there was a there was a there was like a, 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 a like a, a like a checklist. Like you 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 make your money. You put the shit in your girl name or your mom name. Y'all get a couple investment properties. Y'all move out the county. Y'all get a daycare, and then that's it. And right. Then like and then I don't be seen. Don't nobody never see me. If anything, I get a young boy to, to operate everything for me, and then I'm out the way. You don't never see me. And you'll see me at a game. You'll see me at the Super Bowl. You'll see me at a maybe we'll get the maybe all the players will meet once or twice a right. year at a birthday party and it'll be lit. Nowadays it's like the young bulls is it's like the young bulls to the old heads is at the same fucking party. Yeah, Biblo. Yeah, that Biblo. Yeah. <laughs> because the, and, and I, I just wonder like this what I said this weekend it was boring as shit this yeah. weekend. It's literally nothing going on in the city. So it's like you you if you successful you having fun you want to participate you gotta put yourself out there. So I I've yep. just been disappointed, man, because it's like a lot of good dudes been getting smoked or the Instagram is sending them to the bing. Yep, pretty much, man. And it's like if you and if you can attach if 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 the federal authorities can attach you to anybody, it could be two other motherfuckers that they think is doing something. Y'all all getting indicted. You're going to jail. Yeah. Ain't nothing popping in Philly but violence and indictments right now. Yeah. And I just think about how can we try to fix this shit and like and solutions and you know like that's why I always say like shout out to Pastor Carl because like he putting boots on the ground and he's out there in every neighborhood but it's hard it's like, hard like, like how it's do you taxing. measure how do you measure success like you know I was about to say it's 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 I'm going to say it's insurmountable like it's impossible but from what I see it just seems like it gets worse yeah, like every be day. higher this year than it was last year. Easily, we had two eighty five already. Yeah. Well, I'll like, say it like this: you know, it's, it's, I'm not even. I wasn't even necessarily talking about yeah. the murders. I was more so just the talking. Culture about, around. I was talking everything. about the 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 aesthetic and the feeling yeah. of it, to where it was never this like this tense energy of like the last time you see somebody, like mm-hmm. you'll be safe. Because well, I didn't see girls like literally every day, and th- and these ain't girls that. I consider to be like, I just saw you yesterday type people. They're literally like, holy shit. Like every day a new person checking. And then last week, like they had two chicks from the Nichols fucking pass mm-hmm. away. And like one, like and my whole hood was mourning over that. And I'm like, how the fuck two chicks from the Nichols pass in one week? Like it's just overwhelming. And, you know, I try to think about it. Like, so there's a big disconnect. You know, like you, you go out to the community and I don't know. See, Pastor Carl got to have a lot of patience because... The old people just think we need more after school programs and jobs. And I'm like, these kids is non shooting yeah. at each other. Like, yeah. like it's like they love it. Yeah, they like, need summer camp. <laughs> and it's just like, nah. And man. then like and then you got the chief chief ain't gonna be able to help with this one. <laughs> and like or you say like, oh, we need and then you gotta I mean the, the demographic that's murdering each other the most is like eighteen between the age of eighteen and twenty-four. And it's just like they in that spot, they in that hard spot where and it's something I had to recognize, and it's why I almost got myself killed. In, in the black community, the wealth trajectory is 18 to 26 because that's when we expect everybody to hit because we watch sports mm-hmm. and we watch music. And we see people that's in between the ages of 18 and 26 peaking 
because that's where the professions where we're overrepresented and over right. not mm-hmm. overrepresented but also old, well oversold on and oversold on you, you if if you ain't out here at 23 having it yeah, having you, that you shit, lost nigga. you lost yeah. when in reality a man's financial peak begins at 35 i was gonna say exactly. damn that i saw johnny they said 38 I do. I so every time I do a, like you uh, just scratching the surface. Every at time 35. I do, like you got yeah. your fucking your scratch off. Yeah, you just scratch like in the two dollar joint. The two dollar joint. You just scratch. <laughs> yeah. All right, man. I want thirty on this one. Yeah, another ticket. <laughs> another. So when I do my cases, I hire economists, and the economists always talk about the thirty-five to fifty. Thirty-five to fifty is where people see like six to seven to eight to nine times at yeah. revenue growth. Like I started off making fifty thousand dollars at my first job. Right. Like. It's ten years later, and I'm not disclosing how much right. money I make. But Don't tell them. <laughs> but it's 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 exponentially larger amount, yeah. you know. And that's literally like I went from making fifty at my first job to a hundred at my second job to my third job starting tripling that. Right. And now with five years in there, it's like whoa. Yeah. Because and it's like the, that's how the shit goes. At the end of the day, if you play the game right and you set yourself up. For growth, when you reach 35, 36, 38, you know more than you've ever known. Bruh. And you have created a network that's larger than you ever had. I got five and years those of equity. things all come together and you pop. I got five years of equity in my house, dog. And bought my house five years ago. And now the market. Like, I looked at my fucking value of my house and I'm like, niggas is millionaires off the equity in their cribs alone. Right. Like off the unrealized equity in their cribs. Like my, I, I've been working for 10 years. I got 10 years worth of retirement savings. Like, like that shit just sitting there. I, right. I mean, I can borrow against it, but it's like, wow, you start realizing that your assets start adding up. I refinanced my crib and I had, I had an FHA loan at first. So I had private mortgage insurance because mm-hmm. I didn't put 20% down. I didn't have a conventional loan. I refinanced my crib, got rid of my PMI. It was like, that's the private mortgage insurance. It's like $250 a month. Say it's, no, it's two, 300 bucks. Yeah. Dog, they give you a refund. Yeah. Of like if you pay it, they give you a like if you pay it without missing a payment, like yeah. if you they give you, they refund your your private mortgage insurance. They send you a check. Dog, so that's three hundred dollars a month for five years. years. Right. Like that's that's sixty that's sixty. I'm like, I'm about to get like for what? Like I didn't even know that they refunded that. <laughs> but it just be money just be falling out of places. Yeah. Like, like I'm like you like when you get to be 35 and 40, like you'll leave a job and go to a new job and they'll be like, oh, you you got 60 days of vacation. Here, here's 60 yeah, days yeah, worth of pay. Check for that. And I'm like, what? I didn't <laughs> even count this as on like this wasn't on my motherfucking score a uh, uh, bingo card this year. <laughs> so but think about it. So you got these young boys who like really are watching people around them just whoom, skyrocket. I mean, doing it, well. It's funny that he say that because recently I used to work for CR England. This was years ago. It was yeah. 06, 07, 08. And uh, that was when I first got my CDL and shit. They had a class action suit for, I honestly can't even tell you because I just detached the check right. at the bottom of the <laughs> shit and didn't read it. But they had a class action suit. They sent me a check for 5700 bucks. For, it's 2021. Yeah. This shit happened in 07. <laughs> 06. It was 06 or 07. Yeah. And, they, and I'm just like. It's just be falling out of the And sky. I'm like, yo, it's people like, and it made me think about the Noriega shit. The seven dollars. And I'm just like, I did. It's a Tuesday. I went to work today. I went to, I think I went to Sardi's to get some chicken and yeah. shit. City Line Avenue. And I came home and it's like, it's just $6,000 just waiting here. here. Yeah. And I'm just like, mad motherfuckers died 
recently for like way less money than this. Yes. Mm-hmm. And that shit is seven dollars. And that shit like it it like it'll fuck you up for a second because yeah. it's just like yeah like it, it, you know e- even with us with this where it's just like damn like you know like you get paid from like doing shit and you just like damn I got like a whole nother income dog yeah. that I, I that wasn't even I got a hundred thousand dollar income yeah. and I got a whole nother income then I got a whole nother Chris Paul dropped forty nigga I got a whole <laughs> nother income. like dog. that shit is crazy as fuck and, and you really just sit back and you just be like. At least for me, because I, I deal with like the worst of it. See, you you a lawyer, so you deal with lawyer shit, and then you with the no. But you got realize that every family I deal with. Let me let me just say what I'm saying. With every family I deal with is like deal like somebody just died. Right. I'm talking about the day to day nonsense of I like get, driving the bus, yeah. where it's like you see the decay of it, where it's just like, like when I was working in a rental office at 217 West Jones <laughs> Avenue, like <laughs> dealing deal with them motherfuckers like, trying to qualify. Where motherfuckers where motherfuckers get on the bus and they just like yo, I got sixty cent over. Like you dealing with that shit, and you just like it almost make you do where it's like, damn, I really can't complain that I don't have the Panamera yet, right. because it's like I'm not, I'm not this shit. Oh yeah, oh you yeah. You know, and that it be it be I, like it make you count your blessings. It, it mentally made me fuck up a little bit because I'd just be like, I'd be at times just like. It's it's the it's the inverse of what I was saying about where I'm gonna drive the truck to Biblos because it's like you get the Panamera and then you start really fit like when you start pulling up and motherfuckers start looking at it and you be like you be proud like yeah I got this nice ass car but then you start realizing like I'm a target not a target <laughs> not only just a target well, I'm not just coming like, to Biblos no, <laughs> I'm, I'm not going just to. a target but also kind of like is this distasteful like is it distasteful to pull this car up Here, but this, in 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 a hood mm. where listen to what I'm saying. So me and Jules had this conversation where it'd just be like, do I need certain shit? Like, do we need certain shit? And and Jules was like, man, I'm gonna keep it a buck with you. Like you going back and forth, like, oh, do I need a Panamera? Do I need? And Jules like, listen, man, I need a purple wraith, like, not just a regular <laughs> black one. I need a purple one because I like black. And it's just, I be like, no, but like you you get what I'm saying? Like yeah. like it is it necessary when I know it's motherfuckers out here that like can't. You know, get they gotta go stand in line for this or stand in line. Yeah. And it's just like, is is it necessary? And he'd be like, I'm gonna keep it a buck with you, yo. You work. That's just the long and the yeah. short of it. If you work, you go to work and you can figure out a way to make this, that, and the third. You're entitled to and it. You, 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 and you can't let society force you to dim your light considering whatever all these societal factors that you don't play a part in. You're not you're not a part of the decay of urban society and why shit is the way it is. So if you're one of the chosen ones, you should treat yourself and react as such. Not if to you say do that. if you do things other people if you do things other people refuse to do, you should be allowed to do things that other people can't do. Mm-hmm. Exactly. That's what, I mean, that's that's what one of my mans told me. That, that's a that's a great way to put it. Like hearing the, like you ever heard of the oh it must be nice from people. The hater. That, that's and, a hate. And I, I used to never think about that though. I used to never look at it like that. Yeah. Like when motherfuckers be like, must be nice, be like, eh, it's pretty nice. Yeah. But then you think about it and just like it was a meme that had like ten things that you say like oh that must be nice or what's your, your little, life your little or, car <laughs> oh yeah like, no it was, it was they were all compliments like oh yes that I, that must be nice and it was like people were like I don't think these are all hating statements like they are hating statements because they come from a place where the person immediately felt attacked by your success yeah 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 and I don't know I just I never was that I never was wired like that so like you like you 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 get in a G wagon I'm like great what color. Because I'm like, 
the pen and man's gonna be gray. I'm telling you now. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I want Nard gray. Nardo gray. Like I'm getting it right. Like I already know this, but it's just like I, I he got his car. I'm like, yo, that shit look great. Like we, I knew about it before everybody else because yeah, yeah, I yeah. knew about the whole factory order and all this shit. And it's just like I don't have that in me to where I'm just like. Damn, you got another car? So the nigga Jules got two SRTs and then got an M6. And I'm just like, well, bring the goddamn SRT. I'm just like, it just, I'm not like, damn, what you got another job? Like, so I, I, I don't is, got that shit in me, but people will say stupid shit like that. And that's where I just be at times where it's just like, I got a nice car. I got a nice place. I got all the sneakers I want. Yeah. I can go buy. I'm about to go to Walmart right now. I can fool. It's just like, I can do the things I want. Seriously, I can do the thing. I got, I, she sent me a list. So it's just like, I can go, I can Get go. Get the fuck out of the studio yeah. and go pick me this list. She was like, how was recording? I was like, what? We're still, We're still in it. It's you a good fucking, conversation. The psychology yeah. of hating, the psychology of hating and, and, and tying it back to gun violence is still a part of that hopelessness though because the psychology of hating that I've experienced is that Folks want to believe that people are as one dimensional or as fucked up as, as they, they are. are. Yeah. And they just don't want to believe that like niggas is really out here getting it. Right. Like waking up at 6 a.m. Like you with you with your workout shit. Like people really be like, wait a minute, wait a minute, like, like, so like you work and you work out? Like people like, freak out. Like, you know how many people are like be like you go to do you go to the gym on your break and then go back to work and then be like that's the way it, you have to it come back dedication. <laughs> it's like you, you just kind of. It was funny because I had a conversation with a girl the other day and she had lost ten or ten or twelve pounds. She worked out for like three weeks, month, maybe a month and a half, whatever. She she had lost ten to twelve pounds. You could see it. And then she she stopped and she she started gaining gaining the little weight back. She lost. She's not a, a big chick at all. She's a smaller chick, but she's trying to lose her to where she had like no stomach and shit. And she was like, I really don't understand how the fuck you lost 230 pounds. And I'm like, I'm going to keep it a beam with you, yo. Never stop going to the gym. Like, I've I've worked out pretty much every day for the last thousand days. Like, when you really think about it, three years is, is you know, a mm-hmm. thousand days. And the average person, when it comes to that shit, they're going to work out for two to three weeks. And then something's going to happen. They dog going to die. They, they, you know, they going to something. Miss the train. Whatever the fuck yeah. is going to trigger them. And... I, me and her having a conversation, I'm just like, if you do anything for a thousand days straight, gonna be you're going to be good. If, <laughs> if you Not trying to be funny. Yeah. If you save $10 a day for a thousand days straight, you can start a bit. You can, like, it's just what it is. It's like if you do anything, if you haul off and punch a body bag for ten thousand for a thousand days straight. I did karate and I You did will that be surprised how much day. power you're putting your tries and everything. Brother, it's just my what it is. Couldn't hit people. He would break his entire shit because his body couldn't take how how hard he hit. Because mm-hmm. we had done we did karate every day for five years. Like oh. I, like I, I literally like finally I've started to lose some of the muscle memory. But like I can go into karate tournament. I went to a karate tournament in Chicago right before the pandemic happened. Hadn't trained in four months. I had trained maybe like two weeks before I went. Smoked the entire fucking tournament. I can believe it. Niggas is like, how the fuck? I was like, I did karate every day from nine to eighteen. Like literally was living at the fucking karate school, mopping that shit like dojo. Like (laughs) so, it's just like if you do anything every day for a thousand days, whether it be learning about finance, uh, practicing on 
penmanship. They just whatever the fuck it is. So it's like for me lifting weights and all of that shit. It's like you know how I, I started out. I could barely bench two hundred pounds. So it's like for me to be pre- I, I pressed four twenty the other day. It's just like yeah, it's yeah. not wild to me. It's like you do it every day. So, so that huh? No, no you're oh, so so that that's the joint where it's just like anything when it comes to you stacking up money, working on your skin. Starting a business, the podcast. I told my man the other day, it's like, because he was like, yo, how, how, I, I, it seemed like the podcast is really, really doing well. I'm like, it's exceptional. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Like, r- fantastic. right now it's doing really, really good. And we really got like, our, we getting our ducks in a row for like a late, you know, push for 21 to where we can go into like the next level of joints. And I like just having a conversation about money and, you know, ads and rep sponsorship and all that yeah. shit. And he just like, damn, that's crazy. Like, you making decent money. And it's just like, well, here's the thing. Me and Chad went a thousand days without making no money. Without making, and that's the reality <laughs> of it. A lot of motherfuckers after a year or two would have quit. A mm-hmm. lot of motherfuckers yeah. two years in would have just been like, man, I got, I could put some, you know, I can go get eighth. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, you know, figure this shit out. You know what I'm saying? Like, so it's sixty dollars every time. Is this, I uh, shit, nigga, perks is going for thirty, <laughs> nigga. I can, like, I get two perks. <laughs> so I, can but that's, so I get and, one podcast. And like, then once motherfuckers stop believing in themselves. They stop believing in the idea that shit work at all. So if we so would have, that's where I was going. So let's say I would have stopped with working out after a year. I'd be like, man, that shit ain't possible. It's if impossible. If we would stop podcasting after it, two years, if somebody else podcast would have took off and forgot that, that shit, you ain't going to do, don't even start no podcast. Her podcast only popping because she sucks such and such dick. Like you start looking for illegitimate ways right. to, to delegitimize because right. of your own insecurities. And that's really the psychology of hating is that people see, dog, you want to talk about motherfuckers talking shit about lawyer, like me as a lawyer? Oh yeah, I like, could imagine. Like, like, yo. Motherfuckers tried to tear you two shit. Yeah, black Listen, bastard. Like, but like, I'm, talking about, but I'm talking about not even like in the beginning, they, they, they hated on me because like of my background, having been arrested and been to jail and everything like that. But now, I'm talking about right now. Like, I went and went, like, I went to a corporate law firm, and it was like, you know, he ain't, he ain't really that smart. He ain't smart enough to do that. Like, he can do the street shit, but, like, he can do the criminal shit, because that's right. where he come from. But he's he one of them. He but he, them. Yeah, he's, exactly, he's one of them, but he's never going to be able to. They take deals just because. He's, <laughs> he's, he's, he's never going to be able to be, do it's the all corporate his cousins. shit. Yeah. It's all these cousins on the other side of the courtroom. And then, and then like, yeah, like, they, they don't know him. As, they don't know him from. The heavy nigger bones. <laughs> <laughs> Speak that perk language to me. <laughs> the perk whisperer. Uh, offer this, perk offer this nigga two perks and get him to yeah, take the deal. Yeah, fucking perk whisperer. <laughs> they be in there cross-examining him and like, and then he offered to drop all the charges. Actually, ma'am, he just gave me two perks. <laughs> <laughs> Prescribe. Prescribe. Yeah. Then, um, then I get to where I'm at now. And motherfuckers was like, yeah, like I had motherfuckers going after my client saying, you know, he ain't never did this. He ain't never did that. He's not a good lawyer. Then I start hitting and they're like, well, you know, that was a one off. Then I hit again. Well, you know, he only get that number because he worked where he worked. Like, and it's just like, yo, people just they can't keep moving the goalposts. They keep moving yeah. the goalposts. And, and, you know, you got to realize like motherfuckers hated like they hate LeBron, they hate Kobe, they hate Jordan, they hate Dominique. Like there's literally like no no person that exists that's great or that does well that's or that's universally loved. Well, not even universally loved. Just like there isn't somebody. You're always going to have detractors because yeah. people don't people don't understand. Like Serena I said this, Williams, like like Serena, Simone. I was like, having that goat conversation the other day. The shit we had about Simone Biles on the regular pod, and I was like, you know what pisses people off the most about Floyd Mayweather? 
It's not the jewelry. It's not the cars. It's not the women. It's not the house. It's not the ridiculous lifestyle. It's not any of that shit. You know what pisses people off the most about him? That he, doesn't he doesn't lose. lose. He, doesn't lose. he yeah. doesn't lose. You're not humanistic when you, you don't lose. Every human <laughs> loses. So when you, like, this is the reason why people gravitate towards Conor McGregor. He talks shit, acts like an asshole, acts arrogant, every week. and then get his bell rung, <laughs> nigga. This is my man. He's about to fight. Uh, it's not. It's Dustin not. He's about to fight Dustin Poirier yeah. again. It's not, third time. It's not. It's not. It's not. It's because everybody loves an underdog story. I mean, Tiger Woods was more loved after he got into the accident and then came back fucked up and from like after after he showed some weaknesses. And the thing is, is that again, just like when you have that level of animosity toward because people. And that's the other side of it is is because it's also on the successful people. It's also on them. They need to like me. I try to go out of my way to explain to people specifically like young bulls that came from my background, like how I fucked up. And I'm always kind of proud that I do have these big. I had big public failures like big public failures are the most liberating thing ever. Yeah. Like a lot of people be like, oh, you know, my life is over. What am I going to do after this? But a big public fail. Like look at Monica Lewinsky on Twitter. She's the funniest person in the world. She doesn't take herself serious at all because it's like, what else is anybody going (laughs) to do to me? Like I'm famous for like sucking the the president's dick dick. sucker all time. Yeah. Like so what what, what, what do you really like? It's like my homie, my homie Ed that throw parties like we Mm -hmm. used to be start making fat jokes and shit. And he literally was like, I've been fat all my life. Like none of this shit is new to me or funny. Like, you know, like yeah, it's to, funny, but he's just like, come on. Like you think you're going to hit me hard. Like not this? trying to be funny. Like fat jokes for me never were really that good because one, I'm funnier than you. Right. Exactly. And I could come up with way better fat. Jo- I, I did. As I remember we'd be in like pepper in middle school and like somebody would say something I'd be like, say it like this. Right. Like change that. Like dead ass because it's like it's not funny the way so, you said it. It yeah, sounds so like, stupid. Like, so like for me, like I've really go out of my way to try to be as transparent as possible. I fucked this up. I lost this. I, I I didn't do this well. I didn't do that well. And just at the end of the day, again, we live in a world where where everybody's trying to winnow that clout. Where clout, like everybody's trying to get as much mm-hmm. clout out of every moment that they get. Mm-hmm. They can't. They can't say what 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 Tyler the uh, creator say on his eyes. I don't fly private because I ain't trying to go broke. Like he's like like niggas will not admit that. Like niggas would, would niggas will not admit that they got financial problems that they not doing well. I remember I was in law school and somebody asked the dean at the time. She's like, "How are you doing?" She was like, "Not well," and I it fucked me up because in my years. I had never somebody heard somebody just like exp- exchanging pleasantries say, hey, so good to see you. How you been? She straight was like, not well. And I was and it was like on the first like it wasn't like a joan where like they yeah. were having a deep conversation. <laughs> it was like they she had some cheese in her hand they over there like exchanging a cheese platter. They're like, oh, I'm gonna get some Gouda. I'm gonna get some some celery, some grapes, a little bit of fig jam. And they start talking. She's like, hey, how things been? Oh, you at the new school? Yeah. How you been? Oh, not well. And the bitch was like, the white lady was like, oh, shit. Shit's yeah, see, me, now me personally, I, I don't want to hear that shit. So I, I prefer <laughs> I get you that. lie. I, I, you know I get that. But the thing was, Tell that, me it's all like, good. that's Let the me world. Get the like, think about how crazy that is. Like, there's nowhere in the world where, like, somebody's actually, oh, not well. Why? Oh, my husband's been, he's been, he's been ill. No, but there's the thing. You can, you, you, there's, there's places you can go. Oh, yeah. Walking out of the walking out of the Seven Eleven just isn't one of them. Oh that, yeah, yeah, I get what you're you saying. Know, like, I mean, it's not so. for everybody. Yeah. But what I'm just saying is, is that that just goes to when I say like literally, like people are trying to get clout from a stone. Yeah. Like you know, what I'm saying? Yeah. blood from a stone. Like they're trying to get clout from a stone, so yeah. they're not allowing themselves to have any weak moments, not allowing themselves to have any transparent moments where they fuck up, where they don't do well. And then when again, we've been talking about like just the psychology of hating and gun violence, like these like it's 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 
it's not allowing folks to take L's because L's are considered to be like they're just not allowed on social media. Like I just think about, I just thought about the psychology of like when Ben Simmons lost that fuck, like he lost he lost it in the playoffs this year. Mm-hmm. And I was just thinking like, yo, like when people started saying like he's played his last game in Philadelphia, I'm kind of in agreement with that. Why? Because we don't live in a in, a, in an environment where that's ever going to be acceptable again. Like once you have like a public failure like that, like Nelson Aguilar, like when like you know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. and it's like while. It, public failures can be liberating our society isn't tolerant it's liberating for the individual because they stop caring about what other people think but society's still gonna tear your ass to pieces yeah i agree totally with that yeah yeah we we've reached a point where it's just i i personally feel like social media is the root to everything bad and you know you never gonna get me to unthink that you know like we're we're going where we're going and where we're coming from i i no People are literally going to do shit and filming it. People are pulling up to people's houses and filming that they're pulling up to people's houses and like breaking windows, bashing car windows. This is this is when I was still in the DA's office, people was recording themselves, killing people and then sending it to people in DMs. Yeah. And that was 2012, 2013. I mean, it's just a little bit more widespread now. But just like, you know, like I sit and, you know, I do follow a couple of pages where you get to see how toxic the different cultures are. Like Mm -hmm. where every time somebody has an argument on social media, they reposting it. Every time, you know, I I watch the way. That happens every week. Yeah, that's every week. What the fuck was that? It's the phone from the wall. No no, popper stopper. I'm just saying that shit touched me on the shoulder and I didn't see what it was. (laughs) I'm like, your motherfuckers got perk ghosts. Yeah, the Ghost of Percocet. Yeah. Uh, that's, that, that could be like a song, the yeah. Ghost of Percocet. <laughs> no, but I know we're about to wrap up. But like, no, the idea that like like people will sit and camp out in celebrities' mentions and just say crazy mm-hmm. shit. Like, I don't understand why any celebrity has their comments on. Yeah. I, like, you, you got to be a glutton for punishment. Like, I be seeing JT arguing in the comments and seeing Cardi B argue. Turn the comments off. Yeah. Like, just turn it off. Like, don't don't let these people go in here and. Like, cause you got to deal with that all day. Like if I'm Ben Simmons and I've got to deal with somebody like, I understand you turn your notifications off, but like the way the app is set up, like you, you, you go and see some of that shit or, or, or you got the weirdo in your life that's screenshotting it and sitting into you. I question if when we was going through our shit where we was trying, where we was all trying to convince all of our friends and family not to put our hands on a certain person. Yeah. Like. People were screenshotting it and sending it to I me. Had I'm to like, just straight tell my and I was like, stop. stop. Yeah, like I don't, I don't engage at this yeah. level. Like, I, like, don't. Do you think I, I, I had to straight tell motherfuckers there is nothing to be gained from this? Yeah. I said if something happens to him, I am one of three prime suspects. Y'all have to stop. This. I literally like it, it was so. It, the, the, and this is what this is again the social. This perfect. I realized in that moment where it was just like. Y'all are miserable. Yeah. Y'all oh, yeah. have nothing going on. Oh, yeah. Because why are bitches who I haven't spoken to in years hitting me up? About you don't this. say a word to me <laughs> yeah. ever. Yes. Why are you hitting me about this? People texting me. I'm People on vacation. Yeah. I'm not trying to be funny. I was in Virginia. You were in... I was in Virginia Beach. You was, I was in, in Jamaica. Can- no, Cancun. We was because we were both away. Yeah, we were both. We away. didn't record that week because yeah. we were both away. And I'm just like, yo, it was my birthday. It was Lee's birthday. <laughs> like, when is birthday. your birthday? August 22nd. Hers is the 27th. We yeah. was away for her birthday. Like that's what I'm like. I remember yeah. the I'm at my birthday cookout. Motherfuckers start calling me. I'm like, what's this about? I'm like, bro, it, it's titties out here. I'm, like, I'm, <laughs> 
I'm, I'm, glorious I'm, I'm yeah, with man. some titties. Like, yeah. <laughs> glorious titties. Why the fuck are you? What are you talking about? What the fuck do y'all be but talking know, but about? They, but the thing is, and, is that they're wired for that. And that's what and I'm they, saying. They fully anticipate it. They fully anticipate it for there to be some big viral Philly moment associated with it. That was going to. They were all let down. And yeah, they were really let down. The viral was, moment was he went to jail. Yeah, <laughs> like that like, was the like, viral moment yeah, because like, he unraveled because you you he was on a tra- a downward trajectory where it's like there's only one pl- one of two places you going. Somebody gonna kill you. Not none of us. Damn but somebody gonna kill you because I don't have that much energy for you. You lost. Like we. Yeah. Like, like, like I've won. <laughs> you ch- like, you check we check every box down the line. Like you lost. Yeah. Like you you posting a chick that I wouldn't even smell. <laughs> like yeah. like. Nah, at this point, I mean, I made it. But my, my whole thing with just all of it, like social media is just in the... And in the, the fact that he survived without getting smoked is a testament to... Because, to, like, in this culture... Whew. In, the, in the grand scheme of it all, it's just... We really have gotten to a point where I question if we can ever go into a society without it again. And... I don't know. I, like, And I don't, I don't think I'm better than nobody or no shit like that. But I can just easily detach from it all and just, like... Like, I was telling him the other day, I'm going to keep it buck with you. I don't think I'm coming back on Instagram. Like Twitter is like I've I've taken it down so much to where it's like I follow y'all too. I follow forty six other people. Black, you rate it on the <laughs> like, it's, 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 every day, every day, every day with this nigga. Like, but no, seriously, it's like I t- Twitter is like curated enough to where it's just like I see the shit I want to see and get yeah, off. You of can there. drill Twitter down very very specific. Right. Well, I did that to my Instagram. Yeah, but like, no, like, my whole thing my is like, with, is like watches, sneakers, and with like, the gram, I, I was even, just I don't even follow Instagram models. Yeah, I don't. I never did. I, I like I, I never to. follow. I'll I, I, I be keeping. That's my guilty pleasure. I keep it a buck with you, but Instagram, I don't follow anybody I don't know. Yeah. Like I, I follow people not know, but like yeah. that follow you me and I like I'm not. I never follow the Ellen Joe. Like it's just like you use YouTube. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't use YouTube like that. So okay. a lot of my like getting into things or follow, like I follow art galleries and shit. Oh like no, that. I'm vicious YouTube. So boy. since you use YouTube, you you at least have access to like cultural things. Yeah. yeah since yeah. I don't use YouTube, I can't get off of Instagram because I need to see. Right. You know I mean like but, so so for me when it when it comes to the the social media joint, just like we've gotten to a point where like there are people who feel like how you feel but it's not about culture it's not about mm-hmm. art it's not it's about nonsense it's about fun because life. our people that literally fear of mysticism it's people that literally get on social media first thing they do the shade room second thing they do baller alert third thing they do meeks page fourth <laughs> thing that like it just it's it's Milano's page for, yeah, yeah. It's, it's just cra- and it just be like and they know, have like full opinions of the world based on those things i've realized in the last couple weeks when people hit me about or say certain yo did you see so and so and it'd be like i didn't and and it'd be like oh yeah damn that's right you're not good and i'd be like i'm gonna keep it a buck with you yo i don't even care i I really don't care that you know saw did a, a a, a shoot with chickens. Yeah, it doesn't help me or hurt yeah. me in life. I, I really don't care. And if it, and if it's really funny and has good content, it'll find it'll, its way, it'll to, find you. Its yeah, way it'll to Twitter. Find its way to it'll you. find its way to Twitter. <laughs> like it'll yeah. find its way into Twitter and it'll get into yeah. the Twitter sphere. I mean, my big thing is is that you know we really get we have really seen niggas show their ass. Yes, we have on Instagram. <laughs> yes, and, we. Have. You know, there is an entire like underworld of Instagram and like those websites and pages and shit that I, I, it scares the shit out of me, to be honest with you. Like it, it's scary. 
and it's not like scary in a bad way, but scary in like a god damn. Can you imagine being on one of these little gossip blog pages right. or somebody talking shit like? That's my biggest fear in life. Is like when all of that shit was going on, and I'm like, yo, people are sending me shit, and I'm like, like if I'd have ended I'm up like, on like, Philly Scoop I'm, or something, yeah, I'd have been like, pissed. I'm like, yo, it's the all, fuck I'm like, it's, all right, it's only from one source. It's just from him. Yeah, I could deal with that. Yeah. Once it starts reaching these other people and all of that shit, and it was like it was reaching the other pages, but it was just about him. Yeah. So for me, I was like. I can deal with that. Yeah, I, I can. I can deal with that. I can reconcile so, that. That's cool. I don't. So have just a shifting gears because I really don't feel like. I mean, I'm pretty sure yeah. I, m- mental illness isn't something <laughs> I, I specialize in. But like, no, like this this whole like Philly culture, and it's not the funny thing about it is is that we like to say it's Philly culture, but we have to understand that Philadelphia is really driving the culture right now. Yeah, it's urban culture. Like 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 Meek Uzi. Like ninety percent of the bullshit we see on these fucking shade rooms and shit like that. It's Philly fucking oriented. Yeah. Like, like it's like it's like Uzi. The crazy Meek. part is y'all been keeping a bone you. I don't even be knowing who half these people are. When shit go down and people be on Twitter. I don't be knowing them either. Not trying to be funny. Fifteen times something happened. Out of the fifteen, how many times do I have to text you? Like, hey, uh, what's going what, on? What does such? this mean? <laughs> no, because but I'm talking about I don't about, have a fucking clue. Like, but like Mike Rubin, like we talked y'all talk about it sometimes about like literally Meek got the ball in his court. Like it's his ball. And he really, you know what I mean? Like, you know, we talk about like that is right now the relevant because Beyonce and Jay Z keep everybody out their fucking business. Right. Um, I mean, Lori and 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 Michael B. Harvey. I mean, Mike is it Michael B. I call him Michael B. Harvey because they're no, joking. Damn, you see the yeah, picture, the, the picture <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Michael B. Jordan. They they don't really keep you know everybody in their business. So Atlanta and and Atlanta got a huge. Uh, 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 influence on the culture, but it's so much of Philly in Atlanta. Yeah, like I mean, you got motherfucking girls from Philly being posted on websites as side Johns to to NBA players and the miss. Right. And it's like, well, if you've seen that woman in person, you would understand why <laughs> she's being posted everywhere. Because like, like, listen, I got work in that circle, and I still I be tapping the work I know in that circle. Like, damn, like, <laughs> but like, no, nah, like, so you just see how how small. Philly makes the world, yeah, and it gets it really makes you go like fuck, right? Like this shit is crazy, but let's get the fuck out. Yeah, of let's here. get out of here, man. We uh we we over 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 time, but you know this this is a good friend of mine, a good friend of ours. So you know I kind of expected it to go this way. Um, again, yeah, for certain, man. Uh, we appreciate you as always, bro, coming up here. You know, getting with us, and then especially you know with the OT, man. You gonna I know you're gonna be a hit with the Patreon audience. Um. Again, anything you want to tell people? You want to talk about? I get the fuck out of here. This is you know behind a paywall, so you can do it. <laughs> no shit, I'm good, man. I'm ready to get the fuck out. of here. I'm about to get in trouble. I'm fucking supposed to be at Boss Baby Two right now. Oh yeah, no, nah, you got- I, ain't, I ain't in no rush. Though. Okay, cool. Right, it's like I'm gonna be late anyway, so I'm gonna be late. <laughs> I mean, if you're gonna be late, you're gonna be late. Might as well be late, late. Yeah, yeah. But other than that, man, again, we appreciate y'all. This is the uh, second Patreon of the month because uh, July uh, started on what day was that? Thursday. So it's the second Patreon of the month. July. Um, this one is. You know, open to everybody. Um, as y'all know, that second Patreon of the month is all. I mean, that that second uh, show of the week is always VIP, VIP, VIP. That's why I encourage everybody to be VIP. Um, we do seven to eight podcasts a month on the VIP level, plus all of the credit information, everything like that that we give away is uh, on that VIP tier. Um, other than that, man, we appreciate y'all support. We thank y'all for everything. And, uh, you know, people that have been on VIP for three months, you got a gift coming to you soon, TRP sticker. And other than that, man, stay safe, stay hydrated, stay out of trouble. We out of here. Peace. Everybody loves McDonald's fries. 
So yes, you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home. Um, but the bag did feel a little light. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.